hope people know that once they make it, they don't necessarily have to pull off this look that they're harder or they're more confident than they really seem. This is your mind ranting. Today is the 15th of February, 2023. Hope your guys' Valentine's Day went well. Um, I did receive two beautiful gifts. Um, a new watch and also a watch box. Because while well, my significant other got tired of me rummaging through my drawers to pick out a watch. Now, I have this wonderful box where I could just peek through, make a selection, and then go about my day. And just from having it this morning, I picked out a new watch. I'm just wearing it for right now, but I'm going to most likely put it back and wear one of my uh, Casios. I like banging it up. And I don't want to damage this one. This is a nice little dress watch. So today, why I brought up this, this idea, people who made it and then kind of reverting back to, you know, this animalistic kind of raw version of themselves is because I like watching basketball more than I like watching football. I feel like, I feel like football just has too many stops. Um, yes, the plays are intricate. Yes, it's kind of cool to see, you know, different different routes that wide receivers run, different holes that running backs go through, um, the amount of mass that's, you know, being used to push through to try to get a quarterback, um, you know, quarterbacks in a shotgun or in a pistol position, um, <laughs> rushing quarterbacks. It's, it's all fun, but, I mean, it's bombarded with, like, constant stopping, stopping, going, going. What I really, really prefer is uh, just the flashiness and the eccentric uh, personas and just the fast play of basketball. I mean, NBA basketball since the days of, you know, of Kobe and then watching, you know, some of the early Steph Curry um, days I, I've just been really really excited about basketball it, it's, it's it sucks because sometimes I, I really would love to sit down and watch some basketball I love college ball um, especially around the time that March Madness is coming up so you're definitely going to hear about crazy Cinderella, uh, Cinderella stories but more so I like watching it because you get to see some of these um, some of these guys who are, have uh, claimed or declared for the draft you know watching them in their final moments of their collegiate career and seeing just the transition. That, that's my thing is watching these guys and seeing the transition from, you know, rookie, fresh, fresh blood, fresh meat. And then watching them, you know, blossom to stars or watching them fall over and become busts. You know, I know I've had my fair share of criticisms of Zion, you know, um, Zion Williamson, um, especially only having one year at um, Duke University and really having not much of a game except um, being near the basket, right? I think he's improved in the last uh, few years. Um, he seems legit and he keeps, you know, he keeps to himself. I mean, I'm sure he's flashy. I'm sure, you know, he has his audacious celebrations. I, I don't really 
watch too much of the Pelicans play. Mainly watch, you know, uh, Celtics ball for Jason Tatum. Um, I'm going to start watching more of Phoenix. Um, I do like Devin Booker and watching Chris Paul kind of having his um, swan song there. And now that Kevin Durant is there. Kevin Durant has just been about <laughs> in every single fucking uh, uh, team, right? Any uh, most major teams. Uh, watching James Harden, uh, James Harden put up trash defense. Um, watching Kyrie have some of the most spectacular ball handling skills, but also saying and doing very controversial shit. Luka Donich uh, just being an absolute stud. Just showing people what Euro League basketball is all about. Nikola Jovic, you know, having himself another MVP year. And then I catch myself scratching whether this guy is going to, you know, do something besides just getting an MVP and just, you know, and not much else, right? Because, you know, it's a team sport. It's nice for him to get, um, to receive the accolades of a really, really phenomenal player. Just, you know, gotta, gotta do something a little bit more than that. The reason I bring up all of this and where I think there should be a limit with some of these eccentric personalities. I bring up one of my favorite players. And I'm slowly, slowly starting to dislike him the more I hear about some of his rambunctious behavior. All right, he's a sourpuss, and it's crazy because um, the player I'm referring to, by the way, is none other than... Um, John Morant, he is the leading guard of the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis is, I think, number two in the Western Conference. Quote me on that. You know what? Here, let's let's take a look at their current record while we're here. Funny because the first thing I look up for Memphis, it's like the police force comes up. Let's see. We're going to look at their standings. So number two, uh, with a 34 to 22 win-loss record uh, with a winning percentage of 60% um, with the Nuggets above them, uh, six games above at 40 and 18 with a win percentage of 69. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, John Morant uh, seems to be the real deal, but I start hearing comments like if he were to play one-on-one against Michael Jordan, he would absolutely cook him. And I hear stuff like that, and I'm just like, okay, guy, you just recently won the award for most improved player. You're the number two pick out of Murray State. Not a lot of people were picking you up, and I really like what you do on the basketball <clears throat> basketball court. Are you really, really out here saying that at six foot two, hundred and what, let's say forty pounds? Sure, that's what the guy weighs. Are you really sure that you're going to be able to to take out prime? Michael Jordan, uh, bless his man for the cojones that he has, but there's no fucking way. Maybe if it was Kobe, if it was uh, Michael Jordan during 
uh, you know, the flu game where he was just, you know, he was just not. He wasn't feeling his absolute best. Um, I don't even think he could Kobe. I mean, Michael Jordan has, has, has gone on record to say that Kobe's probably like the only one that he would be most terrified of face. But he's not thinking about John ja Morant. Okay. So, I mean, that, that comment's a little bit more playful. I know Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless over out on um, uh, FS1 on Undisputed. They burnt him for that one. Um, and people probably must have laughed him out of the building. But he has the confidence to, you know, I feel like he has the confidence to back up um, some of his word. Maybe he he'll most, he will definitely take the L against uh, Michael Jordan. There's no doubt about it, but he will still talk shit and he'll still put his best foot forward. And I'm sure if Michael gets the ball first, I mean, it's done for. But if, if Jaw gets it, it'll be highly contested. It might be close. It might not be. Well, we don't know. Uh, these debates about whether Michael can take on LeBron or take on Kobe, you know, unless there's some way to, you know, <clears throat> bring him back. Fortunately, Kobe has passed. And unfortunately, that um, Michael Jordan is just busy being a so-so executive for the Charlotte uh, Hornets, <clears throat> or is it the Bobcats? Oh, which I, I see. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. That being said, yes, uh, John Morant has the confidence to say that. It's funny, but just a few days ago, and I bring up these two these two points as to why. This guy might need to chill out. Um, he might meet, need to be reprimanded. Um, because this guy's a star. I mean, he just recently received a $200 million contract extension. $200 million. Okay, that's enough to live off on for the rest of your life. And then to take care of your... Your folks to take care of your children and for your children to take care of their grandchildren if they do it right right so recently i think during a um a matchup on the 29th of january and i'm barely talking about this because i just kind of want to see what the hell's going on with the rest of the world <clears throat> the grizzlies had basically defeated the indiana pacers in a heated contest on january 29th um and then someone within moran's inner circle i'm assuming it was his best friend uh aggressively confronted those traveling with the pacers the athletic reported sunday i'm reading this off the new york post um titled Pacers claim red laser was pointed at them after incident with John Morant's friends. Okay. So from what I heard that the incident had actually occurred during the loading zone of the Memphis uh, FedEx Forum area. Um, so the gentleman's name, Devontae Pack, a friend of John Morant's, um, was directing explicitives at multiple Pacers players. I, I get it. You know, the game is heated. You know, something something went down, and you know you're watching your guy get, you know, 
probably just you know shoved around or getting done dirty <clears throat> shit will be shot at but it'll just be you know venomous shit um so yeah guy shutting out remarks um the guy also got <laughs> escorted off the floor and he's banned from uh the grizzly home games uh for over a year so upon entering the loading zone john morant joined packed and other individuals in an suv that is said to have made its way towards the pacers bus and quote turned slow with those associated with the pacers believing to have seen a red laser coming from the car we felt we were in danger one individual told the athletic of the incident okay so a couple problems uh with with just that incident all right why would you think about pointing a red laser at somebody like that in a, in a very most likely dark area okay i gotta check it out i'll definitely see what it's like at least the loading zone with the overhead google view i'm sure there were lights there but what the fuck were you thinking to be pointing a red laser at somebody like that red lasers are usually attached to weapons now who knows if that guy was carrying an ar a draco could have been a glock could have been it could have been anything but to be pointing a laser in a general direction at night i mean what else can you expect I'm, I'm not expecting anything friendly. You tell me if you're in the middle of the night, you see a laser pointed at your stomach. Yeah, let's just get rid of all the Hollywood shit, right? Get rid of all the Hollywood shit and then just kind of put yourself in that situation where, you know, you have a laser pointed at your head, you're pointed at your chest or your stomach. You're going to want to get the fuck out of there. You're going to feel threatened. Your adrenaline's going to be pumping. So... It just it just boggles my mind that um, Ja would associate himself with these kind of people, being from the suburbs, all right. And he's gone he's gone on record being supposedly this hardcore gangster, this you know really really tough guy. And it's like it it shouldn't even be like that. I mean, my guy can ball. He's he can handle the rock. I don't even like talking. Ugh. Right? But why does he claim like he's from somewhere really big? Or, you know, he's about that life. I mean, he's gone on Twitter shitting on fans. And, you know, people commenting on his uh, on his tweets. You know, telling one guy, uh, go do something safe, bruh. Go play something safe, little bruh. He's telling another guy like, oh, um something about catching hollow points for uh, it's it's free to catch hollow points like guy you are not alan iverson alan iverson would conduct himself in a much more professional manner yes he had the crazy hair he had the tattoos uh he had the streetwear but the man could ball i mean he stood up to a lakers team during the finals stacked with kobe and stacked with Shaq in their prime years if anybody could talk like that, it would be Alan Iverson. But even he wouldn't stoop down to that level. Okay. And I bring all of this up because I really like the guy. I do. 
I, I want him to, I can see him doing great things for the city of Memphis. I mean, he is the face of Grizzlies basketball, at least for the next eight to 10 years. Permitted that he doesn't fuck up any more than he's doing now. Okay. Just, I, I'm, I'm just mind, I'm mind boggled. I'm mind boggled that, that, that people act, they act this way. They act like they're really hard when they're, they're really not. I mean, the guy comes from a, a suburb of freaking, he comes from a suburb of uh, South Carolina. I think about uh, a really, really decent background. He had a really great family, but he just, he's just acting too hard. I can tell you a majority of my friends and I that came out of uh, South Central, Los Angeles, by the way. We never pretended to be hard. If anything, we still acted our goofy selves. We still acted like nerds. Nerds in South Central, I mean, they stick out like green thumbs, right? But I, and I've gone on record here on the podcast talking about some of my favorite spots in South Central, having seen some violence, but I have never claimed to be part of that life. If anything, I wanted to get the fuck away from it. Unfortunately, I still have family that that I love and care about, but I go over there. Obviously, you know, I got to be precautious and, you know, kind of look around. But we mainly keep to ourselves. We've never really had too much uh, uh, personal danger. But like I said, I'm, I'm not going to be out here saying that I'm hard um, in any way, shape, or form to, you know, build up my confidence. So, I mean, the fact that he's running with guys like this is kind of crazy. Um, apparently, the league has already made an investigation um, interviewing numerous eyewitnesses and reviewing video surveillance following allegations made by the Indiana Pacers organization regarding that post-game incident on January 29th. It's probably going to be awkward the next time they're going to meet. So, yeah. And now he carries his image with him, you know, that he thinks he's better. And I think the last one that kind of takes the cherry on top i mean that one is like psychotic that one is insane to hear about right um but just recently i'm reading off of uh uh fan nation or uh sportsillustrated.com sorry john morant triples down on western conference slander john morant meant what he said and he continues to mean it okay so morant is carrying himself as if he is leading the best team in the West. Despite having a worse record than the Nuggets and not being able to prove himself against the Warriors, against uh, Houston, against a handful of other teams. And um, crazy. crazy. Crazy to hear that he said he was fine in the West Western Conference. The guy lost to a handful of teams that um, just don't make sense. Let's let's just I mean look yeah they're second in the in the in the Western Conference but now they're having to keep up with a very young and very hot Kings team, uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul now with Kevin Durant they're pretty good they're number four. You know, 
Paul George say what I say I've said what I said about Char- Paul George on Twitter and and in to some of my other people that watch basketball outside of playoffs and Kawhi Leonard always having load management uh, they're pretty good number five um Kyrie and Luca look like they're gelling a little bit rocky but right now number six right I can probably make the case that Memphis could get dropped by three out of four of those teams for sure so no Ja you are not fine in the West okay so the article goes off to say things have not gone so well for Ja Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies since the infamous moment when he had said he was fine in the Western Conference the team lost to a short-handed Golden State Warriors team on Christmas went on a losing streak and now Kevin Durant all right KD now in the same conference regardless of what happened John Morant stands by his statement even today in an interview with Boston.com Morant revealed he still believes in a statement that he made in December I don't care this is this is honestly I said what I said and I mean meant it Morant said the confidence I had when I said that is the confidence that got us to the point where we're now being a top team in this league. They're a top team. Yeah, they're they're a top team, no doubt about it. But I mean, I think they did struggle against the Timberwolves last year. And then he was out for the rest of the series. And yeah, they got dropped. So I mean, there's one thing to like really respect him putting himself out there and being you know a legit superstar as his confidence okay i mean if you don't if you're not you know overwhelming in terms of you know ball handling skills or you know shooting percentages or anything that sort if you can't you know carry yourself that way you know you should be outspoken you should be you know very talkative um Almost like a Draymond Green. You know, Draymond Green uh, talks a lot, a lot of crap. But um, that's why he's one of the more well-known basketball players, despite having uh, very low numbers, especially now that he's kind of declining over the years. But he's still he's still a damn good basketball player. Um, and he's a great shit talker, right? John Morant, I mean, he has the confidence. Yeah. That's fine. You know, his confidence will never change. I just wish that he would stop being hard. And I just hope that the city of Memphis doesn't turn on him as the years go by. Because it's not really that good of a look. I mean, the man is still young. He's got life-changing money. I just hope he doesn't fuck it up. And, you know, I gotta say, shame on the dad for not, you know doing a better job at telling him like hey you need to chill the fuck out with that you are not you are not from the streets you are not that hard like stop it but you know he's there being his number one fan so I guess his glasses or his shades are are just being blocked I guess the whole lesson to this podcast not just to shit on John Morant. Just 
act right, be confident, but you know, don't push yourself out there more than you have than you have to. Alright, don't claim that you're from the streets. Don't act all hard. Don't think you're perfect. You know, be a little flawed. I mean being from the streets is flawed, but if you're not from there, I see it. I see it on Instagram, I see it in real life, you know, people who really think they are from that life, but it's just like well, they put themselves in that life. Or, you know, they never got out of where they needed to get out of. So yeah. Alright, I'm just gonna stop shit talking now. Be sure to check out the newsletter on Substack. Um I post weekly there. I've been posting a lot more on Medium. Um, got the website, Twitter handle, Crush Rants 24-7. And um, I really enjoy doing these podcasts. And I'm trying to broaden my uh, my subject matter. I actually wanted to talk about uh, the mass shooting that happened over at Michigan State University. But I'm still reading on that, so that might be this week's episode or next week's episode. Just kind of understand a little bit more of what the hell happened. Um, you know, my condolences uh, to the families and to the students who were afflicted by some maniac. <sighs> but yeah, that'll do it. For this episode of This Is Your Mind Ranting, take care of yourselves, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Adios.